Welcome to the Modern Society Podcast. My name is Stephanie Kendron and I'm your host. Welcome everyone. I hope you're having a fabulous week. I'm excited to have another podcast guest on to chat about what is going on in their sewing life. So if it is your first episode, welcome. There are many, many more episodes in the archives you can go listen to at modernsociety.com or on any podcast player. You can subscribe to the podcast. Just search for Modern Society and subscribe and leave a review if you have haven't done that. Okay, today's guest is Heidi Staples from Fabric Mutt. I have followed Heidi for a really long time. She is a prolific sewist and she has had many, many projects in the sewing world. She has written two books, So Organized for the Busy Girl and Patchwork USA is her latest one from Lucky Spool Media. She also has had collaborations in the sewing industry. She has had several fabric lines with Riley Blake uh, Designs. So she is going to talk today about a post I saw on Instagram about her retiring from the sewing industry as a business, but um, not sewing in general. She's just taking some time away. And of course, if you follow the podcast for any length of time, you know that I did that right after podcasts, after QuiltCon last year. So I really felt like if she was wanting to share it, I totally wanted to put it on the podcast. And she said yes. So I hope you enjoy the show. We definitely talk about the old days and the, the amazing days and a lot of names that you will recognize. And if you don't, you need to go follow them. Um, but Heidi and I have a great talk about how she made the decision to walk away from the business of sewing and maybe for a season or maybe forever. So we kind of go into that. I hope you really enjoy the chat, but before we start the chat, let's thank our sponsors, and that is HavelSewing.com. You can get rotary blades, snips, rulers, um, pink reversible cutting mat, all at wonderful, amazing prices, and you can use the code ModernSociety7 for $7 off a $25 order, and that gets you a lot at Havels because they have amazing prices. <clears throat> You can also go over to Genomi America and like them on social media. They also just reached a milestone in their YouTube channel. So go over to Genomi America and see their amazing sewing machines. I have an HD9 and a Skyline 9 in my sewing room, and I post about them all the time on my social media account, and that is at ModernSociety.com, so, or at Modern Society on social media, sorry. <laughs> um, all right, I hope that you enjoyed this chat. I will talk to you again in a minute. Hello, listeners. I'm happy to be back. Um, <laughs> sorry, I guess I, <laughs> I'm so happy I can't even talk. I'm happy to be back and having some guests on the show um, to talk a little bit about how they got into sewing and things that are going on in their own life. And today I have a very, oh, I followed you for so long, Heidi. I have Heidi from Fabric <laughs> Mutt. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're on. I'm so glad to be here. It's so funny. I think that you and I kind of started sewing around the same time. And I think our we kids are did. around the same age. So yeah. Yeah. I've always identified with, you know, your your posts and everything. I follow you on social media. So I'm excited to have you here, Heidi. 
Oh, thank you for asking me. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit about your background. One thing I always am interested in as a mom is mm-hmm. were you a creative kid growing up or is this just something that kind of came to you as an adult? Oh, I've always, always, always been into creative things since I was young. I was always, my sister, um, my sister is that way too. She's an artist. Like she's a real artist. She almost went into art. Um, so she does drawing and she has her own, um, she makes things and sells them on teachers pay teachers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amy Ladd is her name. And, uh, she does this amazing artwork. She's incredible. Um, but I was always dabbling in drawing and crafting and, uh, cross stitch and all kinds of different things. My mom was into sewing. She did cross stitch. She made clothes for us when we were young. And so crafting and sewing and creating was always something that was around my house as long as I can remember. And my parents, whenever they could afford it, they would let us take art classes. Um, when I was in college, I was so excited my senior year because I always loved working with clay. And so my senior year, I got to take a ceramics class, loved that so much. Um, so I've been doing lots of different creative things over the years, but I had never done quilting until 2011 when I was home with uh, three little girls who were uh, one, two, and four. And um, yeah, yeah, (laughs) it was, it was uh, my, my, we own a home with my parents. Um, We all moved in together in California because none of us could afford to buy a house on our own. And so um, we all bought a house together. And so every day my parents would go off to work and my husband would go off to teaching and I would be home with my daughters in a little room upstairs all day Aww. watching cartoons <laughs> and, you know, rocking the baby and playing solitaire on my laptop and wondering what happened to my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I desperately needed something creative. I had been in, in teaching for 10 years. I taught fifth grade for nine years and I was uh, an assistant principal for one year before I stayed home and, uh, just I needed something badly and was looking online and looked at tutorials and and saw some stuff for quilting and I thought gosh I've never tried that that just seems like it would be so cool and so I did and I loved it yeah absolutely loved it yeah I'm you know same it's funny um I was a counselor (laughs) and really yeah so in well I taught business class um my BAs in business and I was getting my counseling degree and then I did a year of counseling and I was pregnant and I ended up staying at home but that was my oldest was born in 2010 so that's exactly what I did and um yeah you just it's funny you know now looking back I'm I want to say hey Stephanie gosh this is going to go by so fast enjoy it just I know that you're just pulling your hair out but look at that baby hold that baby stare at that baby (laughs) um and I did a lot of that um actually my girls were the only kids in my husband's family and my family and for like aunts and uncles who didn't have kids so these were like wow I would just randomly have people stop by all the time but finding sewing kind of gave me me a little bit without anybody else, not my husband, not our house, not the yes. baby, but yes. just me. <clears throat> so, yeah, I totally get that. So, and did you start a blog right away? I, I'm i trying to think. I feel my first quote was in, I think, October. 
October of uh, September, October of 2011. And I wanted to, I was really excited about it. And so I wanted to send pictures to family members who weren't living near us. And, um, you know, it just seems silly to keep taking photos and emailing them over and over. And so I thought I should just start a blog and then they can just look at the blog. Um, so I started the blog the last couple days of December Yeah. and, uh, and it was, you know, of course, when you start a blog, nobody's reading it except you, but, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, there were blog link ups. There was more of that, I think back then than there is now, you know, where we you have, uh, you know, check-in days, you know, once a week where this was this blog's day and everybody would yeah, post the tutorial link, and everybody yeah. would check the links, crazy mom quilts and that kind of thing. So that was that was a lot of fun back then, and that's how I started meeting people and and getting involved, and then sew alongs. Um, I remember doing uh, the uh, I think it was Zaka Style yeah book uh, sew along, and that I learned so many skills doing that. That was such a big deal to me. I learned I made my first bag and I made my first zipper pouch, and oh my goodness, that was such a learning experience for me, and I really loved it. I don't I feel like we don't do as many of those kinds of things as we used to. Um, yeah. I remember when people would sew through a whole book together. Yeah. And uh, none of us have the time for it anymore. <laughs> well, and there, yeah, there was no social media. I think I, my husband, when my daughter was born, maybe that was my first iPhone. Um, yes. I, I'm pretty sure it was somewhere around in there. And then, so, you know, no Facebook, you know, if it was, mm -hmm. it was very little. It wasn't like it is right now. And no, um, no Instagram, you, yeah, no Instagram and things like that. And I agree. So everybody used to have these homes online and you, it was almost like you went and visited somebody's home, you know, like, Hey, Heidi, yes. let me see what you're yes. working on. And it was so supportive yes. and it was, it was like a big hug. I mean, I remember even Anna Maria yes. Horner, you know, she had her blog and she had little babies yes. and then she would share, you know, like, hey, this is my how my husband and I met. And I, I used to talk to my husband. I'm like, gosh, you know, yes. this designer, um, you know, she wrote about this today. And wow, what a story. And it was so connecting in a very different way. We connect it was now. Very personal. Right. It was very personal and it was very sincere. It was not pretty. Yes. It didn't have to be pretty. Like you could really post a tutorial and your pictures did not have to be edited and no, beautiful and no. just amazing and everything had to be just stunning. It was no. And yes. uh, uh, yeah, I remember those days and I remember doing things, you know, like, um, you would have where people would sew blocks and then you would sew for the, what were those things called? Where you would make there, a block. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to think what they were called, but a swap, it's almost like a long. block swap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was a lot of that. There was a lot of, um, there was a lot of community. Yeah. There was a lot of, um, it was, it was like you say, I think it was a lot, it was messier. Yeah. Um, but it was um, so much more homey, yeah, and um, a, a lot slower paced, a yeah. lot slower paced. Um, now I think everything is a lot more polished. We're we're all trying very hard to be on brand mm -hmm. and and selling what we need to sell. And and you know what? There's a place for that, right? You know, I mean, yeah. we we have you know, business is a part of life. That's not a bad thing. You know, you want to do it. You want to do it well. Um, but I can't. 
there's definitely part of those old days that I miss. It feels a lot simpler, more naive time yeah. in a lot of ways, but I, I do miss it. It's I do very too. sweet. I do too. I, I really understand what you're saying. And, you know, it's like you just mentioned crazy mom quilts and I thought, I wonder the last time I saw something from her on Instagram. I know I follow her, but I haven't mm-hmm. seen anything. And I know she's probably posting. And Stephanie, that's crazy because I love what she does. I mean, I've followed her, you know, as yeah. long as you have. And um, yeah. it's just, it's, yes, it is. It's so fast paced. And ugh, yeah, it's not as messy. I like how you said that. It's not as messy. Yeah. And life is yeah. not perfect and I felt like we were given permission um to be that way you know it's okay (laughs) yeah I think I think modern and traditional there was nothing it was just you create and you show how we can help you to make that quilt better next time yes and and I think I think that is um I think that is something that it's good to talk about because we all want to do our best and we're all trying so hard to, to do the best we can. And that's not a bad thing, but I think sometimes, um, you know, my, my girls, um, I homeschool my daughters. And so, you know, we're together all the time. And one of the things that, um, you know, we'll do during the school day is my oldest daughter and I, especially it's kind of our bonding time. Sometimes in the afternoon, she'll need a break after lunch. And so I'll come in on my computer and she'll come in and she'll do my hair because she loves to do hair. She's very good at it. And we'll look at Pinterest together and look at ideas and stuff while she's trying out hairstyles on me. And I'm looking at all these boards and it's beautiful. You know, all these photos, they're so beautiful. And you see all these gorgeous houses and you see all these gorgeous, uh, you know, stacks of fabric and quilting projects and recipes and party ideas and, um, you know, illustrated quotes and, you know, all of these messages, you know, that are, you know, if you dream it, you can do it and, and, you know, rise to the top or whatever, you know, all of this stuff. And I think sometimes, I think that is great. I mean, I think that's, it's wonderful and it's beautiful to look at and it can be very inspiring. But sometimes I think that, I think it pushes us to a place that's not healthy. Yeah, I think that we think that everything in our lives should be that way. And I think it, it, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing to encourage each other and to, um, you know, to we want to encourage each other that we can do the best we can and we can be the best we can. But I think sometimes we forget that it doesn't always have to look that way. It doesn't always have to be that way. Yeah. And and we put so much pressure on ourselves. Um and our be kids. all of those things <laughs> and our kids yeah. and, and that life has to look like this. Yeah. And we forget that life can just be life and yeah. it doesn't have to be life fit for a camera. Yeah. You know, I feel like I have to fight this, this urge. We went to the rodeo uh, here in San Antonio the other night. We had such a good time. And I kept reaching for my phone to take pictures. Um, and, and I got some great pictures and we had a great time, but there were a couple of times where I was like, stop, you don't have to take a yeah. picture. Just yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be Instagram ready, you know? Yeah. And, and I, but we feel this pressure to do that because of, you know, everything that's out there. Yeah. And I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, 
Oh, and I know I tell my kids, you know, one of the things I feel like I'm going to be, it's probably the counselor in me, will be a very honest mom with my kids. And we will mm-hmm. talk about some things that other moms and dads might not want to talk about. But I feel like if I talk to them about it, even if it's uncomfortable, they will have mm-hmm. the knowledge. So, yeah. and I tell them, hey, you know what? We're, mommy and daddy are going to fight. You know what? Sometimes you might hear us. And sometimes it mm-hmm. it just might be that mommy is crying and daddy is crying and we're very upset and we raise our voices. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The next morning, he is my husband. He is your father. I love him. Mm-hmm. And we have a difference of opinion. And we have to move mm-hmm. on. And mm-hmm. I don't think my parents ever let me in on that. <laughs> So it's like I I was set up for this expectation of everything's great, but that's not reality. Mm, So I want to set my girls up for you're going to really have some hard times in a relationship. You have to get in your mind. Now, you know, I know there are circumstances where you just need to leave. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that there are going to be hard times. You have to push through them. You have to realize that it isn't that Instagram picture and you know, how I'm going to tie all this back into sewing is the same thing. I don't want my kids to go into my sewing room, which they often do, mm-hmm. and feel mm-hmm. like it's a quarter inch seam or it's not going to be okay. And yeah. you can sew the seams however you want to. That's, you know, I yes. mean, or yes. if you make a mistake, if that pillowcase turns out that it's too yes. small because you have a big seam allowance in there, sister, then that means the next time you make it, you're going to learn and you just keep pushing through. You have to work through yes. it. And it's hard to put that work through picture on, right? That work through picture is yes. not pretty. That work through picture is a hard one. And I think my kids are constantly, I don't let them have social media because I feel like they, they can't process that perfection that they see that that's not life. They're not well, going we struggle, to, we, yeah, we struggle with that as adults even. Oh, I you know? know. I know. So yeah, I told them, yeah. I'm like, it's hard for mommy not to pick up her phone and read her messages. It's hard for me. I have a really hard time and you're 10 years old and you're mm-hmm. not, you're just not ready for that. Um, yeah. And they're not ready. You know, it's, it's it, the same thing in the sewing room. I, I hear so many people mm-hmm. say, I can never sew. And I'm like, yes, you can. But when you first sew, mm-hmm. it's not going to look like a Pinterest image. No. And, and that's okay because it's going to get better. Right. You just keep working at it, keep working at it. And, um, right. you know, it is, and I do miss those old days and we're just going to, we're just going to jump right into it, Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were going to go, it. we were going to go through Heidi's background, but, um, That'll be in the show notes. <laughs> I'm sure we can bring it up. <laughs> but, um, you know, I read your Instagram message and you said that you were going to take a break. And from someone who is coming off of a break, um, mm-hmm. the one thing before we started recording, I told Heidi is, you know, last year at Craft South, when I had all these amazing women in front of me, The one thing that I really stuck, I mean, a lot, it was amazing. Don't get me wrong. That experience 
I will never forget that I really was humbling to me, but it mm. was really great to hear all these wonderful ladies that we all put up on a pedestal to say, I took a break. Oh yeah. There was a year there where mm, I just wasn't into it or I needed it for mm. my sanity. Um, Sherry Lynn Woods said, you know, I went through something in my life and I moved and I just didn't, it wasn't a part of my life at that time and I'll come back to it. And I think mm -hmm. that's a hard thing to say. Got I'm going to come back to it. What if I don't come back you to do. it? What's going to happen? You know, it, it's, mm -hmm. I'm sure you've have, you're having yeah. all these questions. It's a fresh one for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very fresh. Yeah, yeah. Three weeks ago today. Um, it's been, you know, I look, I've, gosh, I have done so much thinking in the last three weeks. So much thinking. I'm a, I'm a, I am a doer and a thinker both. So in everything that I do, I'm very active and I'm always doing things and it's hard for me to slow down and stop, but I'm constantly thinking over things. So like whenever I was writing a book, I'm making things for the book and I'm writing on the book, but 75% of the time I am thinking about the book. What do I want this to be? What do I want it to look like? You know, how do I want people to respond to it? And I'm the same way with a lot of other things in my life too, I think. Yeah. Um, so I have just been thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking, you know, about this decision. And um, now that I'm looking back over the last year, even over the last two years, I can see all of these steps that have led me here, things that have led me here. This didn't just happen overnight. This yeah. has been happening. This has been leading up to this for a long time, I think. And I just couldn't face it. I just don't think I could face it. Yeah. Because I, because so much of my identity was wrapped up in it, I was afraid of what would be left of me if I was without it. Yeah. And that sounds kind of silly now, but it, it honestly, I really felt that way. And, well, and um, a lot of the people that you work with are genuinely people that you love and care about. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's like, oh, just, but oh, uh, yeah, yes. that's a hard part because we personally... Yes talk to these people on email and some of the times yeah. on the phone and we meet them in person yeah. when we go places and it's hard to say hey I need to be real life me for a minute yes yes absolutely so I would say maybe it's, it's been about two years now I've been um you know having health little health issues they're not like massive health issues I didn't have a heart attack or something but just things happening and uh, reasons that would, you know, something wasn't right. And I had to go to the doctor and I would go to the doctor and, and the answer was always the same. Um, it's stress. You're doing too much. You, you've got an awful lot on your plate and you may want to take something off it because this isn't going to go away unless you do. So every time that would happen, um, you know, I would say, okay, I'm just, I'm going to do better at this. I'm going to cut back. I'm not going to take on as many blog tours or I'm not going to take on as many, um, you know, magazine projects, I'm going to cut back here and there. And I would do that for a month or two months or three months, but it always creeps back in because I don't like to say no to people. And, and it's, you know, it's hard to do that. And plus you always have that feeling kind of in the back of your mind of if I say no, will they stop asking, you know, am I going to lose, miss out on an opportunity that I really can't miss out on? Yeah. So you, it creeps back in and it creeps back in and you find yourself right back where you were. And so these little things kept happening and I just was getting so tired. I've been having so much fatigue over the last year. And last spring, I think it was last spring, maybe earlier, um, a friend of mine kept posting 
snapshots on Instagram from this book she was reading and she just kept saying, this is, this is so good. This is so what I needed to hear. And I kept seeing these snapshots of the pages and I kept thinking, gosh, maybe I should read that. <laughs> so I picked up, I picked up a copy of this book called, um, Present Over Perfect mm-hmm. um, by Shauna. I know I'm going to say it wrong. Yeah. Shauna Nyquist. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure Nyquist. Yes, I think you're right. Nyquist. Okay. And, um, you know, whether you, you know, agree with everything in the book or not, I'll tell you, it was, it was a life-changing book for me because there were, just because she said so many things that I wanted to say, but didn't feel like I could say, <laughs> Yeah, you know, just things that, um, I, I, I'll be honest, the first time I read through the book, I, I cried through the whole first reading. Aww. I could not stop crying. I just kept, I kept reading it and she would talk about, you know, how she was, she was an author and a speaker and she just found herself in a hotel room just saying, I cannot live this life anymore. I can't do this anymore. I've, I've been running around trying to find my worth in, in uh, everybody else's approval by killing myself to do what I thought I was supposed to do to make everybody happy. And I can't do it anymore. And um, that was how I felt. I felt like I had gotten myself, I had started out with good intentions and was so, I don't get me wrong. I am so grateful for everything I've gotten to do. I don't, I don't want to be like, Oh, poor me. I've suffered so much. I have not suffered. I'm grateful for everything I've gotten to do. I am so blessed, but it just became a life that was too heavy for me to carry. Yeah. And, um, I, didn't know how to find my way out of it. I didn't want to disappoint anyone. I was afraid. I felt like it was failure for me to say, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I, I remember lying awake at night thinking, oh, God, if I could get myself out of it, I would, but I don't know how. And um, I, I just felt that I had hit a point where I had to make a decision one way or the other, that if I didn't stop now, I was really afraid of where my health would be. I was concerned about, um, you know, how much I was giving my family because it's not that it was all bad. I mean, we had, we, I adore my family. We've had great times together. After reading the book, I really, it was very important to me to start making sure that I was carving out time to completely focus on my family. I felt like I had been neglecting my kids. Um, even though I'm with them all the time and I homeschool them and I do all this stuff with them, I still felt like, I was there, but I wasn't really there, if yeah. you know what I mean. No, I totally know um, And mean. so I really felt like I've got to focus on them completely when I can. And I really I started doing more of that. But the work still has to get done, so the time has to come from somewhere. So where does it come from? Usually it came from my sleeping time. And so I was sleeping less and less, tired more and more, not feeling great. And then, um, you know, three weeks ago I woke up with a <laughs> – a really frightening infection um, that just was not going away. And uh, I just had hit a wall yeah. and realized that it was, I needed to make a choice. And, and that's not a bad thing. No, um, you know, no, not we, at all. We have, the, we have the power to do that. And, and I was grateful for, for being able to do it. And I, <laughs> I felt, you know, when I made the choice, it was terrible. I was really quick about it. I'm probably an impulsive person. You know, when I decide to do something, I just, Yes. Steamroll forward with it. Because honestly, I was, I was afraid that if I didn't immediately send out emails and say, I have to stop, I was afraid I wouldn't do it. I was afraid I would talk myself out of it. 
Yeah. And I was afraid of what would happen if I did talk myself out of it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been quite a it's been quite a month. <laughs> well, you know, coming back from that February trip, I was very energized. You know, I, I really? had this book. I'm not I can still see it. I was driving back in my husband's truck from Savannah because it it was I was surprising him so he didn't know I was coming home and he had bought me a car oh. while I was gone and oh. um I you know like I have and he had my daughter was here and she was you know little and I surprised him and um it was and I and I had this book I was like this is the book that I want to write this is who I am this is my story and I love stories mm -hmm. so uh you know I came back and I was very energized and I was doing the podcast and um you know I felt like all I did on the podcast was just say you know please sponsor it please do this because mm -hmm. in reality I my husband was actually working to make it work um, because it's really hard on a podcast to say, hey, sponsor, this is how many people are going to translate into sales because yes. you you really don't know that. And then, you know, if you don't have a code and how many people use the code or it's just really, really hard. Yes. So I, I have this thing that I love to do, and that's called telling, you know, stories and listening to people's stories and chatting and um, getting companies to come on and tell their story. And I was doing it all for free. <laughs> you know, I mean, mm -hmm. I had sponsors here and there, but they were really, in the scheme of things, just holding down all these things, you know, like yeah. the service that has to upload the podcast and then the time that it takes it. And then, you know, I put yes. all this work into the show notes and nobody was clicking through and, um, yeah, you know, it's all these things that I was like, but why are other people looking so successful at this? You know, I yeah. have to just keep going. I'm going to keep going. And then yeah. I, I'm always seeing what company I can work with and I'm I try and be really genuine. And I do get things out of this like fabric and things like that. And I was just like, wow, people just, you know, I would see people when I would go to market or quilt con, um, and they would go, oh, gosh, you're just doing so great. And yeah. I would just, like, be so empty inside going, you have no idea. You have no yeah. idea. And I have been told by fabric companies when I made sample quilts, um, I'm like, hey, what went what went on? Why wouldn't you, why, why don't you want me to make that anymore? Well, you need to look at your prices. And I was like, uh, no. So, um so I get what you mean and all that in this whole my something was going on and I finally went to the doctor and admitted like, hey, I need to take something and I do feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. But um, I just kind of walked away without saying anything, <laughs> which mm -hmm. probably mm -hmm. wasn't the best idea because I had several podcasts recorded up that I just never did anything with. I kept saying, mm -hmm. I'm going to get them up. I'm going to get them up. And I never did. And that was embarrassing. And it's like, well, now what do I do? They think that I'm some flake. And I was. I didn't do the, I did not put out the content that I said I was going to. But also, it was a free thing. And I was like, but why am I feeling so guilty about doing something that is taking hours out of my day? It, it is, Heidi. It's just this cycle yeah. and it's really yeah. hard and you can make yourself look really great 
online. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you're in reality, it's not. My friends are like, hey, what are, what are you, I can't, I've got to do this or I've got to work on yeah. this. I've got to get this up. And I have real life people who want me and I'm not around. Yeah. And, and my husband's like, um, what's your tax stuff? And I'm like, I really did not. I mean, like, okay, it's, I'm embarrassed, you know, he's working, yeah, he yeah. is providing for us. And I'm going, crap, I, I didn't even make enough to pay the girls private school tuition, which is like my only goal in having a business is to support my yeah. kids going to private school. And I, I can't even do that. I feel like yeah. I'm super genuine and I'm providing this service. So I, I don't want you to feel like, you can't say something because I know that it's hard to say all those things, but I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's true. I've said many times on this podcast, if you do not put milk in my refrigerator, I do not care what your opinion of me is. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, pay my bills and then we can, uh, we can talk. But when you're not paying my bills, I'm sorry. I really, your opinion is your opinion. Um, oh, wait just a second. That's this great. is the girls' school. Wait just a second. Hello. Hey. Uh huh. Do you need me to bring you lunch? Okay. I think there is a credit. You can ask Miss Tonya. I think there is a credit on your business <coughs> if she'll let you use it. I think that there's like an extra ten or twenty dollars on the balance, um, like as a credit. So just go ask Miss Tonya. Yeah. Say, can I get a ticket, Mom? So there might be a credit on one of our balances. If not, tell her I will bring it when I pick you up. That I'll bring her a check. Just go ask her. I'll text her. All right. Love you, baby. Bye. <laughs> and mom of the year over here. <laughs> She's like, uh, me, I understand. <laughs> my 10-year-old, I forgot for like a week and a half to ask you for a lunch ticket. I'm like, Jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> She's fine. I know. Believe me. I remember from my teacher days. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. Oh, geez. But anyways. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll cut all that out. Um, no worries. I just think it's really, I think that you're going to find that as you give yourself permission to be you again. And, you know, it's funny, mm -hmm. Heidi, think about you in college, right? When we were in college, right. we did not have, we were just college kids. Like we called our parents, but that was, we had cell phones. So it was a little different back then. I mean, they were long distance. So mm -hmm. it's not like you frequently called people that you know were out of your area or had any communication with people that you're friends with unless you really did pay the long distance and call them or see them mm -hmm, by way mm -hmm. or whatever so it was so present really yeah. more than it is now and yeah I think we're struggling with that I, I, I'm assuming that you're around my age I think it's yeah. we're, we're struggling with this at our age what do we do? We are seeing that our parents were way more present than we were. Um, mm -hmm. And how do we combat that a little bit? It's, it's hard. It's hard to find the balance. And I think, I think one thing that I'm learning is that 
it's different for everybody and that is okay. Everybody is at a different place. Everybody has their own life. Everybody, um, you know, has their own burdens they're carrying and their own opportunities. And it's easy to look at somebody else and say, oh my gosh, she has it all together. She has this amazing business. She has this great family. She has this amazing Instagram account and everything looks so good. And look at me, I'm falling apart, you know, Mm -hmm. and, but you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. And, and, um, and even if nothing's happening behind the scenes, that's her life. And if that works for her, that is wonderful. But you have to do what works for you. Yeah. Um, I've always said that, you know, being a, a homeschool mom, you know, everybody has very strong opinions about, uh, you know, School. kids and schooling. <laughs> yes, and, they do. <laughs> and it's very strong opinions. And even among homeschoolers, you know, yeah. very strong opinions on how to how to do it. And um, I have always said, um, you know, even when I was when I was a teacher and an administrator and now you have to do what works for your family. And it, if it works for you, then that's the right thing. And yeah. that's great. It's wonderful. You have to find the right thing for you. And I'm seeing more and more that the same thing is true with your business or your hobby or whatever, you know, wherever you're at. If it works for you, then it's great. Yeah. If it's not working for you, it is okay to say, this is not working for me. Yeah. This is not what I want. I think that's the important thing. Um, I think we feel like, um, at least I know I have felt that when I couldn't get something to work, I felt like, well, it's my fault. You know, I'm failing. I'm not good enough. My book isn't selling enough. So that's my fault. It's bad. Or, or this isn't, you know, this isn't going the way I wanted to. It's, it's failure. But it, it's not. It's not failure. It's just life. Not everything works the way we want all the time. I do think sometimes, like I said, these messages that, you know, that we see out there, we think that we think that we can do everything and be everything. Yeah. And those messages, they're not bad. They were meant to encourage. We wanted to encourage each other. We want to, you know, give each other a, a lift. And that's a great thing. But sometimes we really take those things literally we really think that we can do everything and be everything and i don't think there's a human being out there that can do everything and be everything and and i think that we need to be able to give ourselves permission to say i'm human mm-hmm. sometimes i need a break yeah sometimes i don't feel happy and perky sometimes this is hard for me sometimes i need to step away and just be loved for a while and yeah. not have to be on all the time and be a salesperson all the time and be brilliant all the time yeah. as much as I want to be. Um, so I think, and I think that's, I think we have to, we have to be able to um, encourage each other in that because I'll tell you, I got so many messages from people after writing that post. I was blown away by the response I got from the post. Uh, when I, I was really, I was expecting maybe a few people that I knew to, to, you know, to send me messages when I said I was retiring. Um, I was shocked at how many messages I got. And I was shocked by how many people said, this is how I feel too. (laughs) You know, I, I'm struggling with this too. And I, I think it would be such a wonderful thing if we can, if we can wrap our arms around each other and say, I care about you and it's okay to feel this way and there's nothing wrong with you and you're not doing it wrong. We all go through seasons in life. Um, I believe that, um, that there's a season for everything. And sometimes, um, it's, sometimes it's going to be, you know, getting involved and doing things and coming up with new things and 
starting businesses or, or whatever, and that's wonderful. And sometimes it's going to mean taking a break from something or uh, focusing on uh, the needs of your family or focusing on your own needs. Yeah. And um, I know, and it's, you know, I think a lot of times we think it's harder on women because we're, uh, you know, we're helping our family. And sometimes I think it is harder on women, but I know men who struggle with this stuff too. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is a, this is a, this is part of being human and it's okay to be human. Yeah. And I think we need to give each other permission to be that way and to not, to, to be able to be fragile and say, I need help. I need love. I need a break. Yeah. And to say, Hey, I'm going to take a break and like literally take a break. And when you come back, be like, Hey, I'm back. Um, I think that's okay. And I, I think that that is, you know, making me think that back when blogs were, it was one of those things, you know, you had the blog feed and, you know, somebody went away, you would usually check on them. Um, yeah. You know, that is Chen. That's how I met Chen, who works with Allison Glass. And we were in mm, yeah. something together, and she kind of went away. And I kept telling my husband, I'm like, I'm really don't know this person, but, you know, we've emailed back and forth, and I'm worried about her. And, um, you know, just kept checking on her. She was going through a hard time, mm, and, mm-hmm. you know, no one would – knew any I mean she was fine but you know it was one of those things I couldn't like dm her and say hey how are you doing and yeah it was so different you know I mean it, it I guess time was a little bit slower because the way we we communicated with each other was different and um that's true, wasn't yeah. so instant you know um but I I do think it's okay to give ourselves that permission. I really feel Mm -hmm. like we have these real lives and sometimes those real lives are competing with this online life. And I'm only saying this because, you know, I also talk to my friends who are not in the sewing world and they're like, I just want to talk to you without your phone. (laughs) You know, I mean, like, I think that we all (laughs) feel that way. Um, you know, like let's, let's have those real life phone you know how many parents at your kid's school do you like say hey I'm going to get your kid on Friday night and let's all hang out or whatever like you know them yeah. um I just feel like maybe it is and some people might not relate that are listening but those of you that are that are shaking your head or have tears in your eyes give yourself permission it's okay I think our family Mm -hmm. is big enough in the sewing community to embrace you and hug you and say we're going to be here for you whether you come back or not we're your friend you have us on your side Um, you can start posting pictures all about your vacations that you're taking or the garden that you're sewing or, (laughs) you know, or the, the yard that you're mowing. It's okay. That's fine. And if you lose Instagram followers, totally okay. It's all right. Guess what? They're not buying that milk in your refrigerator. So think of it like that if you need to. (laughs) I get, I get that from friends. I'll have friends who will write me, um, they'll send me DMs and they'll say, you know, I'm not sewing right now. I'm, I'm more interested in this or this thing I'm doing or I'm posting pictures of my family or I'm posting a picture of my dog and I feel like every time I post this, I lose followers and I feel so bad about that. You don't need to worry about that. You need to be who you are. There's yeah. nothing wrong with sharing your life. And I think um, I really believe that it's the personal connections, not just the creativity that pulled me into this community yes, to begin I agree. with. I, I, it wasn't just sewing that I needed. In fact, in a lot of ways, it wasn't sewing that I needed. 
I needed a community. I needed, yeah. I needed to have um, contact with people. And um, I have met, oh my goodness, so many wonderful people from all over the world. Oh yeah. Who, even though I, some of these people I've never met in person and yet I feel so close to them so from close. talking to them yeah. on the phone or, you know, and, and I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that. Um, but I also need my community that I have right here. Yeah. You know, I'm the only mom my kids have and I'm the only wife my husband has and I'm, you know, my parents need me and I love them so much and I want to be here for them um, because there's only so much time that you get. And um, yeah, I just, I think, I think we can't be afraid to be who we are and to make the choices that we want to make. And it's okay to make the choice you want to make either way. If you want to keep going and you feel like things are great, that's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that everybody has to step away from stuff. Um, I don't, I don't think that's, um, I just think not everybody is the same and we don't all have to be the same and choose the same path and that's okay. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a little, here's my psychic prediction for you, Heidi. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like your future is going to be, um, and maybe I'm giving you what mine was, is that, you know, you walk into the sewing machine and you go, oh, hey, friend, let's just have fun <laughs> together. Let's just have fun. And it's like, oh, girls, look, I sewed all my scraps together and made a quilt. And they're like, oh, my God, this is our favorite. And I'm like, that's what I needed to do to just feel like I was doing something that I mean, who's going to, who's going to want this scrap quilt, right? How can you market the scrap quilt that has so many different fabric manufacturers and, you know, all this stuff. And it's just for me, there's no way you could write a pattern. It's just pretty for me. And I needed that. I needed to just sew these chunks and, you know, and then you're going to sit down and you're going to go, I can walk away for a week. And I can come back mm-hmm. and I can walk away mm-hmm. and I can come back. And then you fall into that 2011 pattern where it is an escape yeah. and it is joy, but it is only this one tidbit of your life. And um, give yourself permission to do that if that's what you need to do, because you're going to some that spirit's going to come back, that happiness, that joy is going to come back and gosh, I didn't post several of the things, you know, that I did during this time. I actually got Mm. on Instagram a lot, didn't post a lot. Um, And it was fun. It was fun. I had my husband actually the other day, (laughs) I cried for no reason, um, which was Mm. a thing. Harm homes are real, real fun. Um, And (laughs) I was just crying and he said, Stephanie, you haven't been like this in over a year. And I was like, I know. I was like, I know. And, you know, same thing. We got into, um, gosh, it's been about a month ago. We got into a little disagreement. And the next day he looked at me and he said, we have been almost a year without a disagreement. He was like, we have been doing so good. He was like, we both Mm -hmm. know that this is just a little moment that we need to get past. And I was like, that Mm -hmm. helped not, you know, taking that year off helped us as a couple so much. And our girls are changing. I mean, in that time, 
my daughter turned into a young lady and, um, yes. Oh, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just, and, and we all got closer, you know, it was not, it was, it was a wonderful thing. And I, um, I predict that you're really going to just have that ease. You don't have it yet. You're still probably written with a little bit of anxiety for saying <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Not goodbye, little, but a taking a break. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. It's a little strange. I, I kind of, honestly, the first week, well, the first week I was recovering. And, and then maybe the second week, I was just kind of wandering around the house, just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. You yeah. know, I, we went to, and funny thing, you know, we went to the bookstore the other day, my husband and my daughters and I, and, and I, I love bookstores and I love looking through books and I would always look for ideas and things that I would want to use in my next book. And I, I was, I went and stood in front of this bookshelf. I was trying to look at the books and it suddenly hit me that third book that I was working on for the last nine months is not going to happen. And I just burst into tears. Oh. <laughs> and my poor husband, and he was like, what is wrong? And I said, I'm not writing another book. I'm so sad. But, you know, I, it, you know, I pulled it together and I said, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. And, and I'm not sorry. Um, you know, I think I just needed to grieve it for a minute, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I feel, um, I do feel the joy returning. Um, it feels so good to be able to relax yeah. and not feel so tense all the time and not feel panicked and not be up at night thinking about deadlines. And, um, I think, uh, I think it's going to be, I, I love being able to, I feel like I'm able to write again for so long. All my blog posts were promotional posts. And that was the only time I was blogging. And I feel like it's funny because even though I'm stepping back from the professional work, I feel like I'm writing more, than yeah. I'm posting more than I was. And that's so fun to be able to just sell what I want and write what I want. And I don't need to worry about um, whether I'm doing enough. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, I, I feel like I'm figuring out who I am again Yeah. in some ways. And that's, that's not a bad thing. Nope. It's not, it really isn't. And I, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm so fortunate to, you know, not that it hasn't come <laughs> with a lot of growing, but I think my husband and I are finally at this point in our relationship where it's like, okay, we are in this, we always have been, but, you know, 40, you're, you do you your body changes um especially as mm -hmm. a woman but also my husband you know I mean he's changing too yeah. as we get older and we're yeah. like our parents didn't tell us any of this stuff I mean what is going <laughs> on <laughs> they did not season. explain it, really is. <laughs> it yeah. is and you know I want to be present for that this is the person that I want to yeah. grow old with you know I want my kids to say that I was a, you know, mom had ups and downs. Mom and dad had ups and downs. Dad had ups and yeah. downs. I want them yeah. to know that that is, and it's okay to do that, um, you know, so often. And I think for me, I want to fight so hard for my girls to do something that they love, but also mm. do it in a smart way where if they're going to make money at it, then they make money at it. But if not, then it is just their joy because as much as mm -hmm. so many of us look like we're making thousands of dollars, they're just pouring in. Oh my goodness. Um, 
not nobody's true. making thousands of dollars. <laughs> so, I mean, um, maybe they are. I don't know. I shouldn't say that, but but no, I think a lot of people are not, and and feel bad because they're not. Yeah, and, no. I said um, that to my husband yeah. last night. I said, um, you know, I want to do this. I really want to learn Illustrator, and I said, you know, I've just been convincing myself that I can't do it, and I said, mm. John. I have a master's degree. I went to college all never, never did I walk in a class and go, I can't do this. Never. I just mm. never had that attitude. Like I just, it, it was, you put in the work and you get it done. And then, mm -hmm. you know, parenting mm -hmm. throws you for a loop because there isn't a manual that you can learn. Oh my goodness. That is so true. Yeah. And then marriage is like, whoa, my parents left some things out about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not perfect and you have to work at it. And so I had all this stuff in my personal life that I'm working towards. And then I guess staying at home can sometimes do that too, where it's like, who am I again? And I found it in sewing, mm -hmm. but it's also taking away from that family time. And so last night I told him, I said, I really do want to learn Illustrator because the girls and mm. I have been playing with Procreate. And That's great. Bonnie Christine had just been on and she has this class. And I said, you know, no matter what, I think I would really enjoy Procreate and illustrator no matter if I did it for a business or not and he said well what oh, is your yeah. goal Stephanie is it to make money and I was like of course that would be amazing to come to you next year and say that I made this much money and he said but that's not what you have to do and I was like you're right you're not telling me that I have to do this that way I think I just so want it to be that I so want to put yeah. all this time and effort and have it pay off financially because yeah. then somehow it justifies it. And, um, yeah, it is really hard. It is. It's a hard conversation to have. And I have it with a lot of people in my real life. But it, it's hard mm -hmm. to have it on air and have it out there and put it out there. Um, but it's reality. It is reality. And I think, I, you know, there are, um, I think there's two sides to every story. Because there's plenty of, there's plenty of, people who are in a business because they need to be in a business. They've right. got to be making money. This is, they are providing for their family. Right. And so this is, this is really important, you know, to be, to be doing this. And I think, again, I think you have to look at who you are and where you are and what your situation is. We're not all the same. Right. And so if it's, if it's something that you need to be doing for a business and you're making money off it and it's working, that is fantastic. That is absolutely fantastic. And you should keep doing it. And it's great. And we're cheering you on. But I think that if it's not that, and it's killing you, <laughs> it's okay to take a break. Yeah. Um, but that's why I say, I think, you know, it's so easy to fall into this mindset, at least for me, it is of all or nothing. It's yeah. all or nothing. Either I'm, either I'm all in for this, or I'm, you know, failing at this. If I'm going to do this, everything has to be this way. And I think um, life doesn't always work out that way. And, and that's okay. It doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, um, I do know that I live in a place of privilege being able to be in this situation, fully aware. Um, I really, really love being just me though. 
I really love yeah. just being what my husband and I set out as a team when my daughter was born to be, and that is mm-hmm. stay-at-home mom yeah. who happen to love and to sew. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's great. There's a place for all of us, you know. There's there's there really is room for all of us, for stay-at-home moms, and for moms who are doing a career, yep. and for uh, women who are doing a career who aren't moms. There's no doubt. There's nobody who doesn't know that women are working hard and doing amazing things. Yeah. There's nobody out there that doesn't know that. Um, but. Um, just because you decide that you want to be a stay-at-home mom or you want to just do business or you want to do both, none of those things are failures. None of those things are not living up to or, you know, holding up the tradition of strong women. I think, again, there's there's a place for all of us, and yeah. it's, it's just what we want to be. It's just what we're deciding we want to be. It's what our priorities are. We get to choose what those are. Yep. And and I think sometimes we let other people choose that for us. Yeah. We're, we're afraid that if we say, I say, that's the thing that makes me so sad is at least I think I have sometimes told myself, well, if I'm not, if I say I can't do the professional work anymore, I'm letting down myself as a person or I'm letting down the, this view of, you know, women who can do it all. Right, 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 right. But But that doesn't, but that doesn't have to be out there you know I I, I can decide you know if this is what I want to be then that's okay and that's not a reflection on women or me or anything else it's just what I want to do yep and you take the pluses and minuses that come with that you know we've had we've had times where we're doing pretty well financially and we've had times where we were afraid we were going to lose our house you know but but you know we've made it we've kept making it and the Lord has taken care of us and we're working hard and it's, you know, it is what it is. I'm just, I think I'm just grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful for where I am. I'm grateful for, for, um, my family and, and to, I'm to, really grateful to be able to take this season with them. Yeah. And to, you know, I mean, this is something maybe that I feel is coming with age is that to have that, that talk with yourself, that self-reflection of, these are my thoughts. Let's reflect on that. Let me come back to that tomorrow. And you really start listening. You know, you start listening like, I keep having this nagging feeling. I need to listen to that. I need to listen to that. And I think as you yeah. get older, you you know that listening to that is what you need to do. Um, Absolutely. Because none of this, uh, none of my decision came from, this came from me. Right. <laughs> my you know, my husband didn't tell me you need to do this. My, you know, my daughters didn't say we need you to stop working. My parents didn't say you you really should stop working. This was my choice, and um, and I knew this is what I needed. Yeah. And I think um, I'm so glad that I was finally able to admit my. I, I was afraid to admit it to myself. Yeah. I felt like it was weakness, but it's not weakness no. to know what you need and to be willing to do that. Yeah, and to show your kids that, too, um, is such an important lesson, you know. I mean, it really, really is to follow that and and to teach them that and to show them that. And um, I want to just say, from all of us who are listening, I mean, we're here. Um, post those pictures of your kids, of your cat, 
Um, if you have a cat, if not a dog, dog a chicken, <laughs> whatever, um, you know, post that we're here or make something, you know, brownies and we'll put, I think it's okay. And I think we're all here for you. And when you wrote that, I felt that way. I knew how you felt and I knew what it felt mm. like a year later and it felt so good. Mm. It was very hard for me to come back and I, told you this earlier I'm gonna give myself yeah. permission to not be here if that's what it means um mm. that's okay so um I want this is you know this is my podcast and I want to share stories that are real and that mm. um are in this sewing community and I and I I know this one is I'm in this community and I have totally felt this way and when I read yours I just wanted to say you know, I, I wanted to talk to you no matter what, whether you wanted to share that it was totally up to you. And you said, sure, I will. No problem. And I really can't say thank you enough for that because oh. it's a hard one. And I do feel like I can't wait. I cannot wait, you know, six months from now for you to, to check in on you and say, how are you doing? And you're mm. going to go, oh, my gosh, you know, I, it's it's a special time and our kids need us and, and our husbands and our moms and dads and everything. Gosh, isn't that weird too? As we get this age that, um, we're not always the kid anymore. Sometimes we have to be the parent to our parents and take care of them. And that is a real life changer. It is. My parents are, my parents are still, um, you know, they're very independent, but they've, they've had some health issues. Right. I just, uh, you know, it's, I, I want to be here, uh, for them too. Yeah. And, um, I'm just, I just feel this very strong sense of, uh, time is precious. Yeah. I just really feel that right now that yeah. I'm just really, the time is very precious and I don't want to waste it. I yeah. want to be careful with it. And yeah. I think it's easy. It's easy for me anyway, to focus all my attention and my urgency I feel like for a long time I've been spending all of myself and my emotion and my energy on things that were outside right. of our home right and and I need to be spending on on things that are inside Side. my home yep. like um, that bread machine that you have going like hmm. that bread machine that's going right now I'm so excited about that <laughs> <laughs> I I just I'm so grateful yeah. I'm so grateful for all the people that have been so kind and so loving and so supportive and encouraging. I just can never thank everyone enough for everything that they've done to show love to me over the last eight years in this, um, more than eight years now, probably. I don't know. I can't do the math. I right know. <laughs> but um, all, all the people that have shown me so much love and so much grace over the years and have let me do so many things and share so much of my life with them. I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so happy that I can, you know, keep sharing. Um, just in a little bit different way, a little bit slower way. Yep. But um, it's and that's just, fine. It's amazing. And, and it really know, is amazing. It is. Me. I cannot wait. It is amazing, and you're going to do amazing. And we're all going to show you the love, no matter what. And um, yeah, two books, sister, and three fabric <laughs> lines later. Breathe. It's okay. Yeah. Just yeah. breathe. Um. You're gonna. It, it's you're going to fly high. So, um, 
what an emotional talk, but what one that <laughs> makes my heart go so much joy to you. Like I can just feel I want to cry for you. I'm excited for you. Um, we're going to do a little bit of a game changer here. And since you still sew, this doesn't mean that you're not sewing anymore. So we're going to ask you right. some oh, of yeah. your favorite things. Sure. So um, tell us what is your favorite thread? I use um, I use Guterman uh, 22 eggshell on all of my machine stuff, and I use Orafil for all of my hand sewing. Gosh, I love that you know the, the exact color. <laughs> 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 oh, I am in this stage where I'm trying to use all the thread that I have before I get any more. <laughs> And so oh, yes. I've, I've been there. <laughs> I've teased on white the other day with a little bit of a gold thread. And I'm like, crap, I shouldn't have done that. And I was like, nah, I don't care. <laughs> now I'll cover it up with quilting, maybe. <laughs> um, what is your, what is one of your favorite notions? I love um, embroidery scissors. Oh, yeah. I just, I don't know. They're so cute and fun. And yeah. I, I have. I have pairs of them all over the house, so I can pick them up wherever I am, whenever I'm sewing. <laughs> yes, I totally, totally love me some little scissors. Although, I have to track them down from everybody finding them and using them. Um, oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what is a batting that you like to use? Are, are you one that, you know, only does cotton all the time, or do you like to kind of be adventurous? I typically, you know, I used to use whatever I could get my hands on or whatever was on sale. And then for the last couple of years, I used Warm and Natural mm -hmm. just because um, it just feels really easy to sew with for me. I, I feel like it quilts really nicely yeah. and it's not too thick. No. So that's, yeah, that's my go-to now. Well, I'm going to challenge you and your time off experimenting. So I know I really need to. <laughs> um, well... I used, um, for the scrappy quilts, no, not for the scrappy quilt, one of the other quilts I quilted um, recently, maybe it was for my friends, I did a snuggly back and a poly down batting. <gasps> really? Yeah, I loved it. Really? Mm-hmm. It yeah, was, see, I need to try some new things now yeah, that I can. <laughs> it's it, it feels a lot like polyester, but um, really? it has that down. So when you wash it and dry it, it I, I don't know. I really, it was just neat. And I love cotton. I love cotton. But oh, it's, yeah. it was fun yeah. to kind of experiment. And I made myself do it. I was like, nope, let me be different this time. So, <laughs> so great. yeah, that'll be fun for you to be able to experiment a little bit. Um, Definitely. What is one of your like most found colors in your sewing room? I guess with blue, fabric. Definitely. Blue. Yeah. I have tons of blue. <laughs> I use a lot of, um, but you know, I'm thinking because I separate my um, fabric by color baskets. And so actually the one that I have the most of is um, low volume white, oh. white background. Yeah. Um, I think I have like three baskets of that, two baskets of blue, three baskets of white. So yeah, I, I, but I love, gosh, I love everything. I love all the colors. But which color doesn't More find color, its way into your, you know, um, projects? Which one doesn't? Yeah. Um, probably maybe gray. Yeah. Is the one I use the least. I use it sometimes. Yeah. And, I, you know, sometimes you go through, you go through seasons where you really love this color combination. I think when I first started 
um, gray was a little more common and I would use it a bit more. Yeah. But I don't hardly use it at all anymore. So yeah. I think it just kind of, you go in and out of love with different things and, yeah. and that's okay. For sure. Um, are you a scrappy, you know, like use all your fabric or do you, are you a bigger piece, get a quilt done and don't use the scraps? It depends. I don't use my scraps as often as I used to. Um, so nowadays I fill up the scrap basket. I used to have a friend that I would give my scraps to. And then, um, lately, whenever I fill up the scrap basket, I usually post it on Instagram Mm -hmm. as a giveaway and send it to somebody with some extra goodies just because I figure I want to go into someone who loves it. So if I don't have the time to use them, I'd rather somebody else did who wants to. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Now you have the time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. So now you have the actually, time. <laughs> my my daughter's my youngest daughter, especially, she will come to me and she'll say, "Can I see the scrap basket?" And um, so she'll take it and she'll pull out pieces and and uh, cut out little clothes for her dog and her little uh, stuffed dog Snuffy. Yeah. So um, she's she's my scrap basket girl. She loves it. Oh, you should get the girls to do some cute little scrap canvases, like with your scraps and make like a little, you can modge podge on the fabric. Oh, we're definitely going to be doing some more sewing. I know. They've just... already been asking me. It was so cute because the day after I told them, I sat them all down and I said, so this is what mommy is doing. I'm going to be re- retiring so that I can spend more time with you. And it was really interesting because they... They felt really bad for me. Yeah. They were so sweet. Yep. They all came and they put their arms around me and said, "Oh, we love you, mommy. We're so sorry." And I kept saying, "It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be okay." And it was so funny because the next day I started hearing over and over, "Now that you're not sewing professionally, <laughs> now we can do this. Now we can sew more. Now we can play more." Now, so it was. It was really interesting to hear the things that they said. It was really cute. Oh, they went to bed thinking about that. Oh, they did. I know they yeah. did. I know they did. <laughs> they were like, let me think. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so cute. Oh, that is so They're cute. They're such great kids. Oh, that's awesome. And such a good age for you to, you know, to be there with them and to fully immerse they yourself. Are. In, oh, they know. are. They are. Yeah. And the things yeah, they nine, talk about. and 13. Yes. So. Girl. Yeah. So I have, um, have a nine-year-old, have a 12-year-old. And then mm-hmm. we have friends who have a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old. Well, we're around oh, them a lot. Go. So when you get all four of them in the car, the conversations that come out of their mouth. Oh, I believe it. I I'm believe like, it. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting as they get older. You think it's really interesting to me because when they're younger, they need you desperately for yes. survival. You know, yes. I mean, it's it's all survival. And then as they get older, they need you less in some ways because, you know, they can take care of themselves and get their breakfast in the morning and all that stuff. But they need you so much more emotionally. Oh, yeah. And it's, boy, this last year has been an emotional powerhouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, and, and that takes a lot more time. You know, you can get somebody's breakfast in five minutes but yep. and talk through what's on your daughter's heart. It's going to take a good hour yeah. um, when she's really needing you. So that, I, and that, again, that was another one of those little red flags along the way saying, you know what, I don't have the time. I need to be able to have this time to give to my children. Yeah. Um, and so that time's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've had many conversations lately as they're, yeah. you know, growing up and changing. Like, I 
I still oh, yeah. know why I'm crying. I'm just crying. I'm like, oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, baby, you yes. do it. Because <laughs> this does not go away as a woman. <laughs> it's so true. I'm like, it's okay. Sometimes you just cry and you don't know why. It's okay. That's right. That's right. Let it out. Go take a shower. Here. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. My kids now, I've taught them, what is your reset? What makes you feel really good to reset? I think I need to go get in the shower. I'm like, go get in the shower. You'll feel better. And they kind of know now uh, if I need to reset that that'll do it. And But, I mean, it's all those little things that you're right. They don't need you as much, but they do need you that much. And it's just in a mm-hmm. totally different way that you never thought was coming. You never thought you would get out of the car seats. <laughs> yeah. Even if you know, I mean, even if you know it's coming, yeah. it's still a shock in some yeah. ways. And yeah. um, so that's another, you know, that's, again, I'm just, okay, figuring out who am I now as yeah. a, as a tween teen mom. Yeah. That's a, that is a new role for me. Yeah. And that's been something I've been kind of stepping into this year and seeing that this is, this is different. It's yeah. good. It's not bad. I love it in so many ways, but it's different. And so there's new things to learn and, and, uh, new, new levels of patience to grow to. Oh so. yes. Cause when they can roll their eyes at that age, it's real fun. Real, real fun. <laughs> I'm like, what did you just so do? True. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. I'm like, Oh, sister um yeah we have we have lots of fun (laughs) fun (laughs) oh sometimes I'm just like when are you coming home John John when are you coming home (laughs) I need you to come home I need some patience oh Oh, but it's fun you need to follow Ashley from under the sycamore if you don't follow her she has talked a lot about lately about all of the mamas say, wait until they're teenagers. They're going to be um, so difficult. And she's like, I love this teenage phase. And she, she posts oh, a lot yeah. about what she's doing with their kids and stuff. And it's really fun to see a mom go, I had this son that's taller than me. And, you know, he's going through all this stuff. And I'm trying to help him navigate it. And um, it's really fun to kind of hear her that commentary. That is so great. I it's you know it's such a it's such a wonderful thing uh, when we can help each other out as moms. I was the other day um, one of my friends from church. She uh, was sick and her husband was going to be gone, and so I went over to bring her dinner uh, on uh, Monday night. And um, turned out she wasn't sick. She had food poisoning, but no. she was so she was better. She wasn't contagious, and so she said, "Come on in and let's talk." Oh my goodness! It was like an hour. But just to sit and chat with her um, about mom life was yeah. just a refreshment to my soul. Right. And um, I think I think that is such a great thing when we can be here for each other as women and yeah. lift each other up and and um, love on each other and encourage each other. It's just the best thing in the world. And I'm so grateful for the women I have in my life who do that for me. My mom does it more than anybody. I just adore my mother. She is, and my father too. They're both, um, you know. I know I get mixed messages from people when I ever I say um, that I own a home with my parents. You know, some people say, "Oh, I love it. I totally understand." That is so (laughs) wonderful. And half of the people say, "I could never, ever, ever do that." And I understand both. You know, again, everybody's different. But for my husband and I, it has been just the best thing because when we're struggling, um, you know, we have. Uh, just some voices of sanity that we can bounce stuff off of and, and get advice. And it has just been such a blessing in our lives. Yeah. 
And what wisdom they can give us, you know, I mean, uh, if we really sit and listen, they, I told my mom the other day, I was like, um, I remember you saying a lot growing up, like, you're going to give this back tenfold one day. And I was like, (laughs) I heard you say that the other day in my head. And she said, really? And I was like, oh, I saw myself. I saw myself in my youngest. And I was like, oh. And she was like, yes, I know. I love it. It's kind of funny as a mom. So, you know, to have that role reversal with your mom is so funny. Yes. My dad always laughs. I'll come and say, oh, my gosh, my child is doing this just like I did. And he just laughs and goes, payback time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's awesome. I just wish you all of the joy that you can possibly get. And thank um, you so much, Stephanie. Yeah, we're here. And we are here to uplift you. And um, we're going to be here cheering you on. And you've given us so much in this community. And we're still here. I can't wait to see what you do just for the fun of it and challenge yourself to do, you know, I mean, I think it'll be fun to explore and see, see how you can get your creativity back in a different fun way um, and enjoy it. I'm excited about it. I really am. Well, good. Everybody, I will have show notes of um, all the wonderful and amazing things that Heidi has done. I will put those in the show note and we mentioned some names and I'll have those in the show notes as well. And make sure and go and give Heidi some love and you're fabric mutt pretty much on everything, aren't you? I am everywhere fabric mutt. Yeah. Okay. Well, Heidi, I cannot say thank you enough. Oh, right back at you. Trust me. (laughs) Thank you so much for letting me come on. I hope that you all enjoyed that chat with Heidi from Fabric Mutt. She is amazing. And all because she's walking away doesn't mean her blog is. So make sure and go visit all of her tutorials that she has up and check out her new book, Patchwork USA from Lucky Spool. Um, And go give her a follow and say hello. I told her, give us all the things you want to give us. We're going to be there for you and keep following you. So I hope that you enjoyed that. If you want to find Heidi, you can find her at Fabric Mutt. um, And that's pretty much everything. And you can find me pretty much everywhere at Modern Society. That's S-E-W-C-I-E-T-Y. And I also hope that you find our sponsors, Havel Sewing and Janome America, to give them a follow as well and say thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Also, share this with your friends when you are listening. And subscribe if you haven't done that. And leave a review also if you haven't done that. We really appreciate those five stars. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day.